What is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Respectfully Selfish Podcast. I am your host, Ben J. Myers, and what I would like to do is get things started by saying thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for all my life coaching clients or teammates, whatever you'd like to be called. Thank you for... Um, jumping on the train, you know, trying to work through this quarantine pandemic, whatever we're calling it these days and trying to come out on top, trying to become a better version of ourselves against all odds. So thank you. Um, and thank you to you who have reached out to family members who've reached out to friends, loved ones, anybody during a rough, rough time and, you know, kind of realize you're not doing okay and you need a little bit of help. This episode, I'm going to start off as I always do by letting you know that I am not a licensed therapist. I'm not a licensed counselor. I'm not a licensed. You're going to have to stick with me while I wait out my washer that is currently going buck wild. This podcast brought to you by Broken Washers. Um, this episode I have titled, I Fucked Up. Um, and I call it that because haven't we all? And getting started, let's just get into some of the cliche things we've all fucked up. And I'm going to, and I apologize to all family members, all kids, anybody listen to it. I'm going to say that F word more times than ever because you know what? I've reached a point in my podcasting YouTube career, which is still very, very early, that I just don't care about the public persona anymore. I don't care. I, I visibly put on glasses that are just blue light glasses. I don't need them to read. I need them to save my brain a little bit. Put on a pink bandana because my hair is out of control and I don't care what it looks like. And I put on a Christmas sweater because it was sitting on top of a hamper and I haven't worn it in three year, two years. So I decided I want to wear it publicly. I just don't care anymore. And that's where I want people to get to. So opening up my notes here and we're going to talk about how I fucked up, man. I've made decisions. I regret I have made, I've dated people that weren't right for me. Some decisions that I regret are most of the things that I'm going to list here. It's like dating people that weren't right for me. Now this is not a bash on the people I've dated because they, for the most part, were wonderful people. And we, you know, we had a connection at first, but things that I mean is I didn't have the foresight to see where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, or really who I wanted to be with. And at the time, I didn't want to be with myself. So, you know, expecting to find solidarity or comfort in other people was so selfish on my part that that's why I listed it as a fuck up for me because I didn't learn my lesson. I didn't take a step back and look in and say, you know what, this is what I want out of this. This is, you know, the direction I want to go. I kind of just thought pieces would fall into place as I kept going. And that's kind of been the trend my entire life is I'm going to figure it, figure it out as I go. I'm going to just kind of plug in different things. And that's not a sexual metaphor. I'm going to plug in different, you know, mindsets and different things I've tried to learn along the way and see if they're going to fit. I didn't think how well they would work for me or the direction I wanted to go. I just thought adapting things from other people would help me move forward. It didn't until I learned that I wanted to, at first I didn't want to get married. I didn't want to have kids, but I would just date people, you know, that thought I maybe they'll change my mind. Maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. And then I finally found somebody who shared the same beliefs, shared the same thought process, the same goals, the same virtues, we'll call them. And we kind of decided, you know, maybe that wasn't what we wanted then because we didn't find the right person and we couldn't see ourselves doing that with people. So 
The decision I regret is dating people and putting people through heartache that I unnecessarily have to. If it is any consolation, you can now look at me in a bandana, unnecessary glasses, a nose ring, and a Christmas sweater in the beginning of May and realize I probably did you a favor. Um, Second, I worked at jobs I hated. And I mean, I took jobs that I just had no qualifications for i was able to get in because i knew people in there um i worked in if you listen to this i've worked in the pharmaceutical company twice now twice i didn't learn my lesson the first time i decided to go back and take a a a beating the second time too and if anything goes back into dating the wrong person i met the first person that i shouldn't have dated like i said this is not bashing on somebody this is we were not a good fit. We were both at wrong points in our life. We shouldn't. I was supposed to be moving to a different state when we started talking. And she was going through some personal things that obviously I'm not going to touch on because that is somebody else's business. But we went through it anyway. And then I took a job at the same company that this person worked at again. It was a different company. So, like I said, I didn't learn my lesson the first time. You want to talk about things I regret? That is something I majorly regret because it moves me to my next one. I moved to a city that I knew was not right for me. I hate living in the city of Philadelphia. And that does not mean that Philly's terrible, yada, yada, yada. It was not right for me. It is just not my scene. I am a suburb kid. I am a mountain boy. I like the beaches, too. Like, don't take me to dirt, like in the dirty side of Philly. Like I was spending all my time in Fishtown and down in South Philly, like a lot of cool shops, a lot of cool things to do, but it was not for me. And what I like to say to people is if that is right for you, I don't judge it. That is awesome. Do your shit. It was a fuck up for me because I should not have moved to a place that I knew I wanted no part of. I didn't want to be there. I hated it. I knew it when I would go in to visit, I would, I knew it. Even going down to sporting events, I love going to watch the Sixers, Phillies, Eagles, Flyers. I love doing that stuff, but I cannot wait to get out of the city. Unless I'm going to Xfinity Live, which means I'm just trying to drink my sorrows away. Either losing... At the time, Sixers were not winning. Um, Anyway. But the things I took from that, and this is what I mean... I fucked up, and we're going to get to the end of it here, where I'm going to tell you, you know, why I think these are good things. But... I realized that's not what I wanted. It took me longer than I wanted to do it. And it took me longer. Like, I wish I would have, you know, smartened up a little bit and not put myself willingly through, you know, this Mike Tyson fight night round after round getting punched in the face. But, you know, at 32, I like, I'm sitting here wearing what the hell I want to wear, doing what the hell I want to do. Am I where I want to be? No. Professionally, I am nowhere near where I want to be. Probably because I'm dressing for the the job that I have. Um, but man, when I was younger, I used to run from these problems too. I didn't face them head on. Um, one of my best friends passed away and I just shriveled up. I ran from the problems. I doused it in alcohol. I, um, I was smoking way too much than I should have been before that. I hated the rela- that relationship I was telling you about. I hated it. Um, and once that ended, I decided I want to get as far away from everything I know is normal and go start something else. So I ran to Colorado. Um, one of the best decisions I ever made because I got to figure out what it's like being away from, you know, 99% of the things that I find normal. My sister and her boyfriend were out there, so I was able to kind of 
have a little bit of normalcy there, which was able to ground me a little bit. But what happened was I started to realize the things I do like and I don't like. Did I not repeat my mistakes? No. Of course, I had to go back for seconds because I'm a hungry boy. Um, but running from problems had its downfalls. Absolutely. You, you know, you realize you can't run away from everything, especially during a pandemic. The only thing I am naturally wanting to do is pick up and go. I want to get out of what I'm doing. I want to get out of where I am. Um, probably because, you know, I don't feel settled in where I am and there's a lot of good things going on, but I'm going to bring this back full circle towards the end. Um, I also have blamed others for my failures when I was younger. Not so much now. Now I blame myself for probably far more than I should. But when I was younger, I thought everything was somebody else's problem. The government, it was clearly something that was out of my control. So I blamed how I felt on dumb things. Um, especially, I mean, I'm trying my best not to do it right now with our bonehead president and all the dumb shit he says. Um, but you know what? I've learned in all of these fuck ups that I can only control how I react to things, how I want to be, how, what I want to do. So in order to, you know, control that, I just don't listen to it. I don't follow it on Instagram. Um, if I see a post, I shut off Facebook, Instagram, any social media that I'm on. And I just kind of take a break from it because I know that's going to literally re- drive me into the ground for the rest of the day. Um, so blaming my failures on whether it be, you know, who's in office, uh, who my boss is, who my girlfriend is, who my friends are that it's really stupid because in reality, I chose every one of those things. I chose who I wanted to date. I chose who my friends were. Um, realistically, I chose the job I wanted to take. All of those things fall on me. Now there's other stuff that happens and, you know, you can't always try to shoulder the blame of everything, but I always say it's at least 85 to a hundred percent my fault. And that has gotten me to here, which can be either a good thing or a bad thing, how you want to look at it. But emotionally shutting yourself off for that and, you know, telling yourself that it's just other people's problem and other people's fault and you're perfect. It's such a stupid thing to do. Um, this is me talking to myself, and if that's a little tough love for you, I mean, that's just how I feel. Sometimes I feel you need to, like, lace up the bootstraps and just kind of, you know, look your own problems and your shortcomings in the eye and be like, you know what? I'm the only person that's going to get myself out of this. Speaking of emotionally shutting yourself down, for anyone who knows me on a personal level, you know that if I am down in the dumps. If I'm going through my bout of depression, anxiety, and stuff, I go dead behind my eyes. I answer questions with like, "Uh uh-huh, sure. Okay. Yep. And I don't show emotion. Well, I have done that for a long period of time in my twenties. I'm 32 now. And I would probably say about five years in my twenties. I am, I emotionally shut myself off to the point where I didn't know what a real conversation felt like anymore. I would, to my loved ones, my family members, um, I would just almost count down the minutes until I have to stop acting like what they think I should be. Um, that used to hurt so bad because I just, I could never tell anybody like, yo, I really am not into it right now. I don't care about anything. Not about what you, not, not about what you're talking about. Not about how I feel, what I'm doing, what you're doing. It was this feeling of just absolute shutdown. I hated interacting with myself. I hated interacting with people. And if you knew me when I was younger, I was the most vibrant goofball. I always say idiot, but I mean that in a loving way. Um, 
I just did fun stuff and stupid stuff, crack stupid jokes. That was who I was. And then, um, I don't know, I went through, you know, a couple of bouts of bad things, a couple of fuck ups I went through and I just don't, I didn't handle, handle them well. Um, I fell back into old routines, old patterns that made my brain go to bad places. Um, I've not to talk about it on like a light note, but I've had those bad thoughts of, you know, not wanting to be here, not to want to do your stuff. And, you know, just not wanting to be here in general. And, um, when I fall back into those routines, I'm not saying they're like prominent thoughts, like that's on top of my mind, but like, I, I understand that feeling of like, man, it just get me out of this in any way, shape or form. But what all these fuck ups have taught me is I have the tools to get myself out of that because I faked who I was for a long, long time. And I realized one thing I would rather look myself in the eye in a bad place than look fake me in the eyes and wish I was there. Cause I used to do that. I used to be like the whole fake it till you make it thing. It works for some people. Um, I am a person that has to know the root cause of why I feel the way I do and why I'm on the path I'm on. Um, otherwise there's no structure to it. I can't, if I can pinpoint what's wrong, then there has to be a solution. I have to be able to coach my way out of it because I'm a coach, whether it be a life coach, basketball coach, a football coach, I've done all these things and I realized the one thing I'm good at is coaching and communicating with people. Well, I've tried to take my own advice and coach myself and communicate with myself and it seems to work from time to time, but it doesn't change the fact that, you know, sometimes you go through shit and you just have to do exactly that. Go through it. I'm not trying to sell you a cure to all these problems. I'm not trying to tell you that my podcast is, you know, the next coming of the gospel. I'm not trying to tell you that stuff. I'm trying to tell you that I've gone through some shit. I've been into some dark places. I've been in some bad relationships, taking jobs. I fucking hated. I've done all of this stuff and blamed my failures on others just to still be sitting here talking about the same shit I went through. I'm letting you know we've all fucked up and we will continue to keep fucking up. It's going to happen. You're going to make a decision in the next couple of days. That's probably not the right decision, whether that's somewhere to eat, whether that's a, you know, a TV show to watch or something like that. You're going to go through it and you're going to get over it. Now, some things are bigger. Sometimes handling deaths, you don't do well with. I think I do okay with them. Unfortunately, um, when you've gone through like a couple, uh, you find out, you know, where you go. I realize for me, I don't take myself to how I should feel or what other people think I should do. I rely heavily on my perspective. And so I've had people reach out to me and tell me that that's selfish, that that is not um, an easy cure-all for people. And I would agree. I would absolutely agree with that for different people. I say in the beginning of my podcast all the time, this is my thing. This is my perspective of thing. And what gets me through really, really tough times is exactly that. It's perspective. It's how I decide to look at a situation. So whether it be, you know, a death of a close loved one or um, a loss of a job or something like that, instead of instantly trying to go down that spiral of negativity and depression and stuff like that, that we tend to go through, I know I tend to go through I try to look at the silver linings right from the gate so I can train my brain to take me there instead of the other place. So if it's a lost job, um, it's not my, it's not my path that I'm supposed to be on. Did I really love what I was doing? Did I have a connection with my job or was I just doing it to pay the bills? Um, most of the times 
I would say 90% of us don't love the job we're doing. And I would always say, there's probably something else out there that I can find, or there's something I can create and something I can get into. Um, for the third time today, I'm going to say I'm sitting in front of a computer with staring at myself with a pink bandana, glasses, nose ring, and a Christmas sweater. Because I, I've reached this point of, I keep saying I fucked up. I just don't give a fuck anymore. And I'm going to run that word into the ground because you know what? That's how I'm talking today. And like I said, I'm trying to buy you into that perspective of that's how you can be every day. Some days, you know, if you're going into job and you have like you have to dress up, absolutely. But the perspective is I want to be me 100% of the time. I don't care if I'm in a good mood, a bad mood, um, if I'm on top of the world or if I'm metaphorically laying in a ditch somewhere at 2 o'clock in the morning. I What I want is people surrounding me that understand how I am, what I'm doing. I'm going to be honest with you. I just said this to um Cat, uh, my girlfriend's friend who came to visit, she invited me to go somewhere. And I literally just looked at her. I was like, I really don't feel like doing that. I'm not going. And she laughed at me. And she was like, wow, that is to the point. And I've had this conversation with my grandmother all the time. It's just so funny to me that people think that is uh, being like uh, boisterous or being like out of, I don't want to say out of line. But she didn't make me feel like that. She was like, I respect that. Um, the idea of I don't want to do something and I'm not going to do it is perfectly perfectly rationalized in my head. Like if I say I don't want to do it, I'm not going to go sacrifice my next five hours of a day to doing something I don't want to do. Now, if it's important to, you know, my loved ones and stuff like that, I'm absolutely about it because I'm about helping out the people that are close and loved ones to me. But I got into this habit of, I don't want to do it. It's not like a priority to do. Not going to do it. If I, if it's not affecting anyone, one thing I can, I will praise my girlfriend about, I praise her about a lot of things, but the one thing is we both have this mutual understanding is if we, each one of us or either one of us don't want to do something, we don't force the other person to do it. And meaning like, oh, you're taking a trip an hour and a half away to go do something with a friend or do something that, you know, it really has nothing to do with me. Like. She doesn't just expect me to go because she needs a partner in crime to do it. If she wants, she's perfectly able to go and do things by herself. And that's how I feel. If I'm going to do something, I would rather do it by myself than do it with somebody who doesn't want to do it. I'm not going to go like try to make you see things my way. I'm not going to try to make you do things you don't want to do because I want to do them. I'm going to work harder to find things that maybe we both like. You know, we both have similar interests. We can do that kind of stuff, but I'm not going to go do stuff that. I, I don't want to do, I'm not going to make you do things that you don't want to do. So get off your high horse and go do some shit yourself and figure yourself out. Figure yourself out. Stop relying on other people to make you feel good. I have so many jokes that I want to say right there, but I know my grandmother is watching or listening. Um, shout out to her. She, she, the her and my mother and my father and you know all the but I talked to my grandmother about it and she goes she once said um I talked to my aunt about it and she goes no she, every morning she'll sit there with her breakfast every Tuesday and she will listen to your podcast and if I'm too loud or the TV's too loud she gives me the shh stop it I'm listening to Ben and I said that I'm like you know what if I had one listener for the rest of my life and it was like somebody who felt that way about the things I have to say or the things I do or whatever. That's all I need. I don't need anybody else. I don't need to do 
big things. I just want to talk to people that want to listen and are looking for some perspective on some things. <sighs> because you know what? If we look at these fuck-ups as experiences, growth, problem-solving, or just things that have just gone wrong, or even just a comical experience that we don't want to go through again, then progress that's progress, and we're moving forward. Um, moving forward in progress doesn't always feel good. I can promise you that. Sometimes progress and moving forward feels like shit, and sometimes that feels like a fuck-up itself. Um, sometimes it is. I don't know. I've definitely done things that have felt awful and, you know, counterproductive. And I look back on them like they're the best things I've ever done. Um, like all those things I literally just listed in the beginning of this show, podcast, episode, YouTube, stream, whatever. Um, dated people that weren't right for me. Well, look at this. I found somebody that is right for me because I found out the things I'm not looking for and the things I am looking for, the things I'm able to give and the things I'm not able to give. Um, so it's like a personal thank you to all the people that, you know, put up with me or, um, hopefully we're able to gain things that they wanted or didn't want for me too. I don't sit and think of, you know, this world is like I sit on top and this is just a world working around me. I, I hope I added value to other people's lives too. Those jobs I hated, those jobs I willing, willingly left, take voluntary layoffs for, I found out those aren't jobs I like. Those aren't things I like to do. I like to talk about them. I like to, you know, try to help people write that course of action, but I don't want to go back to them. And I, now I know that that's a positive. That fuck up is a positive because I learned running from problems. I love it. I'm so happy I did it because now I know where I like to go, what I like to do. And it gave me that time by myself to figure me out. It was like a crash course on, Hey, you better get to know yourself. And it ain't going to be fun. Man, I went to some bad places during that fuck up. Running from my problems. Oh, man, did I find out a lot about myself. I found a lot of stuff I don't like about myself. Because when we're younger, man, we get the highlight reel. You know, at least for me. I can only speak on my... We've all had different, you know, childhoods and growing up processes. But you get that highlight reel of like, oh, this is what I am. This is what I do. This is what people like me for. Well, I found out what I don't like me for. Um... That that was the most informative class I've ever taken was that crash course on self-knowledge. Um, and it's continuing to this day, but that, like I said, these things that, you know, I label as mess ups or fuck ups are just the biggest learning experiences I've ever had blaming others for my failures. Well, I learned it never got me anywhere. I learned that owning my problems, looking them dead in the eye and going through that incredibly uncomfortable period of knowing you're at fault for shit, that got me through it because now I'm the first person to tell you I messed up and it gives credibility to myself um, because when I feel like I'm right and you know I'm able to see things, it's never about being right or wrong, but when I feel like I'm doing something right, I don't apologize for it because I know... 100% of the time, I will let you know if I'm wrong. I will tell you that I'm wrong. I will let you know that you are right. I will boost your ego as much as you want. And I'll make a, I'll make a joke about myself. And as always, I'm the butt of the joke. But um, the one thing that I would list as the biggest fuck up um, is faking who I was for a long time. I wish I would have realized earlier that I'm faking it. And, um, I don't like who I am and I don't, 
like with the path that I'm on or the things that I'm doing, the way I'm treating other people's and faking it to match, whether it be celebrity profiles or, you know, people, you know, people you've dated. Uh, I wish I would have learned that earlier. I wish I would have just not cared about who was surrounding me, almost like who would look good in pictures. I used to, I remember being on dating websites and the, like, it was probably such a chick thing to do, but I'd be like, oh, she would look good in a family photo. What a way to pick out criteria for dating. That's really, I'd be like, ah, she looked good in a photo. She'd get a lot of likes on Instagram if I posted her. Just so stupid. So I realized I want somebody who lines up with things. It wasn't about, no, thank God I got lucky. I got a, whoo. Boy, did I get a smoke show of a girlfriend, but that's because, I mean, that's just because I got lucky. Um, but as far as faking it till you make it for yourself, man, I, I, I would much rather have dug much deeper when I was younger and realized that there were things that I wanted and things that I didn't want, whether it be in dating, whether it be professionally, whether it be just self-development type of things. I wish I would have learned much earlier, but Hey. As my grandmother said, hey, it's only a failure if you let it be. And that's something, I'll tell you what, that's something I take every day. And her two quotes, I think that one I kind of mixed around the wording, but that's the point of it that I took from it. But one is the just do it. If you're thinking about doing something, just do it. Don't think twice about it. If it has to be done, well, go do it and finish it. Just, there's no questions. The the only thing I've... I don't say the only thing I've taken from it. One huge thing I've actually noticed from doing that is I experience so much more anxiety by not doing things that I know I should be doing or things that I want to do. By not doing them, that's what throws me off. That's what takes me into the anxiety spin cycle. Um, starts having that domino effect on how I feel for days, weeks, months, years, kind of shit. Um, so just do it. Just fucking do it. Um, and... It's only a failure if you didn't learn anything from it. And that's a cliche that I mean, I've heard other people say. But, you know, it, sometimes it depends on the mouth it comes out of how you take it and if you truly understand it or not. And my grandmother speaks and my mom, my aunts or family members speak. I try to take it to heart as much as I can. But there's something about especially my mother, my father and my, and my grandmother. Um, they say shit. I, I try to digest as much as I can because um, they're like walking experience. They've gone through this shit. Like I start seeing more of myself and my parents and my, my family members now that I'm kind of more um, observant of it. And I'm like, wait, I'm probably that way because they've gone through similar feelings, emotions, and experiences that I have. And they've dealt with them this way. So it's almost like I get to choose, do I want to continue down that path and act how they do now? Or do I want to, you know, make some corrective actions on how I feel and how I want to do things. But tell you what, guys, stop faking it. Look yourself in the eye, understand your shortcomings and adapt. Find out the direction you want to go, do your shit and realize one thing. It's only a fuck up. If you let it be a fuck up guys, Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having this chat. As always, I love every last one of you. Anyone who gives me the time of day, thank you. Um, we have Mother's Day coming up on Sunday. So guys and girls, any mothers listening, I want to wish you all the happiest of Mother's Days. I hope you guys get all the love and all of, you know, 
the care that you guys can take for what we're in, what we're going through at the time, because you all deserve it and you all are wonderful. And especially a huge shout out to my mother. Happy Mother's Day. Huge shout out to all of the women that are in my family. Um, Happy Mother's Day. I love every last one of you. And to my beautiful girlfriend's mother, Happy Mother's Day. Um, Guys, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and take care. Guys, bye.